0: Harp on Sports with Seth Harp. You know what time it is. Three, two, one. Let's do this. Go, Barcaster. Go food needs refill. Harp on Sports, the Bar, podcast, media, audio, and radio network. What do we have in store for you on this edition of the program? A little football, NFL, college football, awards and angles. Two weeks to go in the regular season in college football plus conference championship games. Going to look at the Heisman as that starts to crest. Also, NFL MVP. We have, what, six weeks to go in the NFL regular season? And with the Bills' struggles, it kind of opens it up. It looks like Patrick Mahomes is in the lead right now. He's the front runner, but who can catch him? I think it's wide open. I think about seven or eight guys actually have a shot at this thing in the NFL. I really do. So we're going to look at that as well. Not that many have the Heisman shot. I've got four or five that have a legitimate shot at it. Also, a German jolt. The fact that the Bucks and the Seahawks played in Germany, in Munich, and it was this festive atmosphere. You know, we've talked about teams in Europe and London and now Munich, and uh, there's a way for this to work. There is a way for this to work, and it's bigger than anybody has suggested. Why I think the NFL could be going from 32 teams to 40. Harp on Sports, the Bar Podcast, Media, Audio, Radio Network. Follow, share, like, subscribe at Harp on Sports Instagram, at Harp on Sports on the Twitterverse. Harp on Sports, of course, Auditory Route, Buzzsprout, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Harpon Sports Facebook page, Harpon Sports, the Bar YouTube channel, and of course, harponsports.com. All right, start off with this first. And it, it to me is the jolt of Germany. You know, the atmosphere there was crazy and intense. And the thing about it is it worked. Again, London, it works. When they play in Tottenham, it works. When they play in Munich, it works. And, you know, what people like to sit here and say is, well, look, the World Football League didn't work. Remember that World Football League? Yeah, 30 years ago. Do you know how old the World Football League is now at this point? Shaq was still in college. Shaq's been retired from the NBA for seven years. George Bush was president. That would be Herbert Walker Bush. Th- think about that. The World Football League was 30, over 30 years, 32 years ago. So this whole concept, oh, remember the World Football League? Yeah, I do. I also remember teams not working in the in, in LA and them moving away. I remember all sorts of things that worked and then didn't work. And then we tried it again and it did work. Bill Belichick didn't work in Cleveland. Then he worked in New England. So save me this whole thing. The World Football League didn't work 32 years ago. So things won't work today. Stop it. There's so many things that were ahead of its time. It didn't work out. You get a couple of decades and it finally makes sense. That's where this is headed. I think the NFL is headed to 40 teams. I do. Eight divisions of five. Right now you have eight divisions of four. Eight divisions of five. What I saw in Munich this last weekend shows me that a team in Munich. And I went through five of the 10 most populous cities in Europe. There's certain places you can't put them. You can't put one in Moscow. I get it. Istanbul's tricky. There's certain places that you, you just can't do it. To me, the five cities that I have wrote down, written down Europe, a five team league in Europe. This is why it works. Munich, London, Madrid, Rome, London, you, like London and, or, or Paris and Madrid. You, 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 whatever. But I've got Munich, Rome, London, Paris, Madrid, five. Those are five of the 10 biggest cities in Europe. And if you have a European division, guess what? That means those teams play each other. And if you play each team from your division twice, half of the time, you're not leaving Europe. Your home slate, you're not leaving. Now, when you come over to the States, let's say it's Madrid, Well, Madrid comes over here and they play the Jets and the Broncos and then they go back. Maybe they play a home game and then they go on the road to Berlin and then they're back home against the Chiefs and then they're back over to the States for two weeks. This whole thing that, oh my God, how are we going to handle this? It's an eight hour flight. I'm going to Los Angeles for the Notre Dame USC game. That's five hours and 41 minutes. So three more hours are going to make or break us. Good thing. It's not the 1920s and the 1930s when everybody's traveling by train for baseball series. Stop it. Of course you can do this. Players won't want to live over there. Well, maybe not. Maybe not. Oh, wait a second. That's right. There's NBA players that play in Europe all the time or professional basketball players that play in Europe all the time. There's all sorts of guys that go over to Europe and make money, go play overseas. Happens all the time. You had guys that in order to get one year and didn't want to go to college, you had guys going over, was it Jennings, Brennan Jennings, that went over and played in Europe? Stop it. This works. So if you do a five team, eight eight divisions of five, and you have one division that's entirely Europe, that's great. It's going to happen. This makes the most sense. And then in the States, you you start to bundle up some divisions, and then there's three more cities you can add NFL teams to. Well, really water down the product. Oh, give me a break. We have 130 Division I football programs. and People tell me college football is so much better than the NFL. There's 130 teams. What, the NFL can't support 40? Of course it can't. Well, the quarterback playing at the bottom, it's just terrible. Okay, whatever. Some of you bottom feeders should love that. It's more chances for wins. That, that In 10 years, thats what I, if I were the NFL, I'd, I'd have a five-year plan right now. And again, a, team, a league in Europe. Eight, or ten, (laughs) eight divisions of five. Forty-team league. At five teams, Madrid, Rome, Paris, London, Munich. Five-team division. And here in the States, three more cities get teams. Pick them. San Antonio, Portland. Where else you want to put one? San Diego? St. Louis? Who else wants one? Don't tell me it won't work, because it will. Stop this thing. Oh, I it won't. Yeah, of course it will. It'll work. It's seriously. It, Look, like, you can pull, and I'll tell you where. And there and there's another international game there this year, and that's Mexico City. You can put one in Mexico City, one in San Antonio or Mexico City, Portland, and then knock yourself out. Pick. Choose one. Go for it. Choose one. But this whole thing that, oh, we can't travel. Come on. What's a flight from Miami to Seattle? Come on. Oh my gosh, there's an ocean. And for everybody that's so concerned, Cal God, take me away about all the flights. Oh, it's over the. Oh my God, what are we going to do? Ask the people in Hawaii. Every time Hawaii plays a road football game, it's a 3,000 mile flight. Isn't it? Well, well, what? Munich, it's a German jolt. It shows me teams can. We've known that they can work over there. And the World Football League is a terrible example because that was 32 years ago. It won't work. Hmm. I remember, th- I think about like clothing brands and things that didn't work. 30, 30 years ago, Nike was number one, right? Reebok was number two. What did you have? LA Gear and Puma and whoops. Well, that'll never work. That'll never work. Pepsi challenging Coke will never work. <laughs> McDonald's is the only fast food restaurant. Good luck challenging them. Chick fil A's done a nice job. Remember the internet? Nobody's going to get their <laughs> information from the internet. Who wants that? Just everything that people always tell me, that will never work. It's like, okay. They all laughed at Christopher Columbus when he said the world was round. I'm just telling you, this is legit. And it works with a five team division in Europe. All right. Switching gears. College football, a little. Awards and angles in the National Football League before we get to the college football playoff. And where I sit today with this, starting with, I'm going to start with the National Football League first here. To me right now, and I went through and did the numbers, I've got one guy lurking. I'm going to give you the three guys that I would vote for MVP. Because I could see winning it right now. Who should be the top three. And one guy lurking. The lurking guy is Geno Smith. I'll say, no, Geno Smith! 2,400 yards, 17 touchdowns, four picks. What does that mean? As long as that Seahawks team keeps winning, if that Seattle Seahawks team ends up, what are they right now? Yeah, they just lost. I know they just lost. But if that team ends up 11 and six, and Geno Smith ends up with 47, he's on he's on pace right now for 4,500 yards, 31 touchdowns, and seven picks. Look, if Geno Smith finishes with 30 plus touchdowns and five or six picks and has close to 4,500 4, yards passing pretty salty. I didn't say he's going to win. I said he's lurking, lurking. You should be a candidate. You bet, he can, you bet he should be. If you're telling me the Seattle is the worst team in the NFL at the beginning of the year, they're going to finish dead last and they have no chance to make the playoffs and all of a sudden they're a playoff team and Geno Smith is putting up numbers like that, how can't he be a candidate? With what weapons? Metcalf? Okay, what, what's he done? What's he done with what he's had out there? It's amazing. Pete Carroll, coach of the year in the NFL, isn't he? He just deserves some consideration. So you got that. Also, To me, Tyreek Hill should be third on this list right now. Tyreek Hill, the thing that hurts him is he only has four touchdowns this year. Tyreek Hill has 1,148 yards. If Tyreek Hill can get 2,000 yards receiving in around 14 touchdowns, he's got some work to do. He's going to have to have a couple touchdown games here. And people say, well, Tua gets in the ball. It's Tua. It's Tua. Yeah, Tua was nothing until Tyreek got there. Tyreek was a stud in Kansas City with Patrick Mahomes. Tyreek's a stud in Miami. Tyreek Hill. Tyree Kill has a chance for two thousand yards, and Tua wasn't around for three plus games. You traded two first, all those seconds, all those picks to get him. He comes in he's like, well, Tua's the real guy. No, Tyree Kill's the real guy. This football team is good. This football team's the two seed right now in the AFC. Tua's had a, I mean, he's a very good year. If he's not injured, who knows where the Dolphins may be nine and one with if he's if he's not injured. But Tyree Kill. Is the straw that stirs that drink. He's the difference between last year and this year. Do we not trade all those picks? He may break every Calvin Johnson single season thing, but he's got to get up there in touchdowns. If he ends up with 2,000 yards, like 10 touchdowns, I don't know if that's going to be enough. Tyreek Hill's third on my list. I still have Josh Allen at second. Because Josh Allen has got 2,700 yards, 20 touchdowns, and 10 picks. So Josh Allen's still on pace for 35 touchdowns. The problem with Josh Allen is Josh Allen's on pace for like 14, 15 picks now. And that's the issue there. He's also on pace for 5,000 yards. So, yeah, they lost because they fumbled on the goal line and his shoulder got banged up. It's like, what's wrong with Josh Allen? Guys, his shoulder got ganked. He's hurt. Bet against the Bills. Go for it. Now, they and the Dolphins down the stretch. Miami has to go up there. That's going to be for the division. Because Miami wins that. They have a two-game lead and a lead in the division. I don't know if Buffalo and catch him. Josh Allen was my MVP at the beginning of the year. One week doesn't ruin that. I know a guy's sour. He's going to be fine. He's going to be fine. And right now, the MVP in the NFL is Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes, <laughs> this is ridiculous. 25 touchdowns, 7 picks. 2,936 yards. What does that mean? That means Patrick Mahomes is on pace. Ready for this? 45 touchdowns, 12 picks, and 5,500 yards. So Patrick Mahomes, 5,500 yards, 45 touchdowns, 12 picks. (laughs) They're the ones seeing the AFC. It's Patrick Mahomes' to lose. It's Patrick Mahomes' to lose. So much for having that down year, right? All the Chiefs are going to have a down year. This is the Chiefs' down year. Take a step back and think about that they got multiple first-round picks coming up. Multiple third-round picks coming up. This was their down year. <laughs> Think about that. They start to stockpile these guys and, and really look at a team in the NFL they've drafted so well the last five or six years. So Patrick Mahomes is the MVP. Switching gears really quick, uh, the Heisman Trophy. To me, it's C.J. Stroud's Deleuze. It is. But I've got a guy lurking. Okay? Now... A lot of things have to go his way. This is why it's lurking. And that's Michael Penix Jr., former Indiana quarterback that's out at Washington, just because his numbers are so ungodly. 3,600 yards, 25 touchdowns, six picks. He's going to need some help. Like, these are long shots, right? Lurking. Lurking long shots. How about that? Alliteration, baby, my thing. If Washington would get to the Pac-12 championship game and he'd win it and then get to the Rose Bowl, you know, that type of thing. Yeah, he gets that extra game, gets on that stage, but boy, it's going to be tough to overcome some of these other guys. And you you need a terrible matchup from the other guys that are coming up here. But he does have 900 more yards. Michael Penix Jr. does. He, does. he has 900 more yards than C.J. Stroud, who's at the top of my list. It's going to be tough for C.J. Stroud to lose it. It is. My top three, I got Blake Corum, Michigan, third. He's got 1,349 yards, 17 touchdowns. They got a game coming up against Illinois. If you can get like a buck 40 and two, that sets the stage. A buck 40 and two gets him what? To 1,500 yards and 19 touchdowns going into that Ohio State game. So he puts himself in position. But he, he needs to have 100 plus yards and, and multiple touchdowns. He does. Against Illinois. I'm going to hand hooker. The thing that's going to hurt hand hooker is the guy I have above him in quorum, they're going to, well, <laughs> The loser of Ohio State, Michigan is going to be on that back burner, right? And going to be where Hendon Hooker is. Hennon Hooker, 2,800 yards, 24 touchdowns, two picks. What a monstrous year. What a monstrous year. But the guy that I think is going to win it is C.J. Stroud. He's got 34 touchdowns, four picks, and 2,700 yards. Because what's going to happen with C.J. Stroud is C.J. Stroud is going to end up, he's going to head into that, Michigan game. He's probably going to throw three touchdown passes this weekend. He's going to have 250 yards passing. He's going to have 3,000 yards, 30 touchdowns. He's going to be at home against Michigan, and then it's the Corum Stroud show. And the winner of that's going to be in the conference championship game. So think about that. CJ Stroud gets in the conference championship game, and they play Purdue. Iowa, they're going to boat race them. They're going to have 350 yards passing and five touchdowns. Same thing on Michigan side. Corum gets in there, they're going to light up Iowa or Purdue, and he's going to have 200, 890 yards rushing and three touchdowns. I think the winner, you know, the Corum-C.J. Stroud matchup, I think the winner of that is going to win it because they're going to put up ridiculous numbers, and Hendon Hooker is going to be standing there, and he's not going to be able to get in the conference championship game. Now look, (laughs) I look around and... Yeah, there are guys out there, you know, Bryce Young, but he's not going to get to the conference championship game. I like Duggan from TCU, but he's just not going to have that stage. He can maybe get in there and get invited, but not win it. It's a three-man race. Three-man race. And there's a certain Georgia quarterback that's peeking around the corner going, hey, man, but when you've got a guy that's got 34 touchdowns, and four picks at quarterback. And you've got another guy that's going to have over 20 rushing touchdowns. It's tough to look at the quarterback that's got 14 touchdown passes. It's just tough. So that's how I look at that. So, awards and angles, college football, NFL. One to wrap with this. I looked at the college football playoff. Not a lot's changed. But as I go through this every week, remember, it's been three weeks now. We had 22 teams with one loss or no loss that I considered to be championship contenders. Then we went from 22, it started to fall. We went 16-11, and now we're eight. Three more teams went bye-bye last weekend. Oregon, out. UCLA, out. Ole Miss, out. And to me, you've got eight teams. People may point to LSU, but there's too much that needs to go on there. You've got your three unbeaten, or four unbeaten, and then you got four teams with a loss. I, I don't see any way North Carolina gets in there. I don't. I just don't. Even if they knock off Clemson, it's too much of a hurdle to climb. They're down there, what, 13 right now? Clemson's sitting there at nine. If Clemson can beat North Carolina and get some chaos and some teams to fall behind them, they can make that jump just because they have the ACC championship game. Like it or not, they do. Especially if Notre Dame can go out and drub USC or beat USC. Then all of a sudden, Clemson's like, yeah, we got drilled. We got drilled at their place by them. But then, you you know, you're starting to compare teams down there. It's going to be tough for Clemson to get in there. That's why it's a stretch. I don't see any ACC team getting in there. But if TCU gets beat, then of course it opens the door for this. I've got the dream college football playoff. If if you're the committee, one Georgia, two Ohio State or Michigan, either or. One Georgia, two the Big Ten team, three TCU, four Southern Cal. You can get Georgia, USC, TCU, Michigan, TCU, Ohio State. That's the dream matchup. Now, here's what I think it's going to be. I think when it's all said and done, it's going to be Georgia, Ohio State, Tennessee, and Michigan. I think TCU is going to get beat. I think TCU is going to lose to Kansas State. I think Southern Cal is going to get lose to Utah or Notre Dame or somebody along the lines there. And I think you are going to have two teams from each conference. I do. I think that's where it ends up, but we'll see. So you know, USC in the fact that LSU six and USC Georgia's going to drill LSU. Yeah, drill. I'll be to my ten points. The fact that you have USC seven behind LSU's got some people upset. But like, no, if, if USC wins the Pac twelve, they'll jump. And LSU's playing Georgia. LSU loses. There they are. Michigan, Ohio State. USC's in great shape. If USC wins out, they're in. Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan winner. TCU and USC are the four teams that if they win out, they're in. So there you go. That's how I look at that today. And the structure of this. Yeah. Oh, by the way, the minute the 12-team playoff comes around, do you realize what we're headed towards? Think about where you are with the Pac-12 championship. A team like Washington is sitting there at, what, 8-2? Do you realize Washington going 10-2 and, and not making the Pac-12 championship game benefits them? Alabama 10-2. and two, Not playing in the SEC championship game benefits them. LSU being 10-2 and, and going there and losing hurts LSU there's going to be one issue when we go to 12 of the college football playoff. And that's teams that don't win their division in college football. Don't win their division sitting at home while teams that win their division lose their conference championship game. The teams that win, go to their conference championship game that win their division get punished. That's a discussion for a different day. Harp on sports, the bar, podcast, media, audio, radio network, follow, share, like, subscribe at Harp on sports, Twitter at Harp on sports, Instagram. Harp On Sports, Auditory Route, Buzzsprout, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Harp On Sports, Facebook page, Harp On Sports, the YouTube channel, The Bar, and of course, HarpOnSports.com. Remember, stay clean, stay focused, stay strong. Frankenstein. Have fun with your friends.